Greetings and salutations and welcome to the Saga of Steve Rogers. My name's Tom and I'm glad to have you here. If you've been here before, where the fuck have you been? Been waiting for you to get here. Look around. It's kind of a cool place. Uh, the email address, Steve at SagaofSteveRogers.com. The website, SagaofSteveRogers.com. Wherever you're listening, you can listen to uh, the recent releases, but you can go all the way back in the archive. This is episode 269. So if you want to go back in the archive, SagaofSteveRogers.com is where you go at the top. You'll see the link. It'll say, coincidentally, archive. So check it out. This is, as I said, episode 269. have a couple of guys on here um, who I met through Facebook. There's a lot of shit. There's a shit ton of Facebook podcast groups. Um, and I met them through one of them. This is Neil and Chris. And they have a podcast of their own. The podcast is called Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. Their podcast is on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, blah, 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 iTunes, wherever you're listening. Look for them. Check it out. Um, we had a really fun interview. These guys didn't know what to expect, and neither did I. We talked a little bit ahead of time, but not a lot of prep. And uh, we dove right in and got along swimmingly. So I uh, had a great time. Hope they did as well. think they did. And uh, there will be links in the show notes to their podcast, their uh, website to check them out. And uh, hope, you, hope they enjoyed it. Hope you enjoy it. The podcast is fan-supported. It's fan-supported podcast. So if you want to support the show, you want to help keep the lights on, patreon.com forward slash Saga of Steve Rogers is the way to help out. For the price of a Costco hot dog and a soda, you can help out. Appreciate it. If you can't do it that way, share the link. Tell a friend. Tell somebody to check out the show. That's another way you can give back. Appreciate either of those. But without further ado, here's the Rodriguez Report. An intro from one of my lovely family. And then Neil and Chris. Peace. I recently tried a meal kit company like Blue Apron, where they send you all the ingredients and spices along with a recipe card. And if you can follow simple instructions, you too will be able to make Wolfgang Puck look like a Denny's fry cook. Just read the card, do what's written on it, and reality show producers will be knocking on your door offering you a contract for your own cooking show on the Food Network. From 2012 to 2019, many of these companies established themselves, and a lot of them have closed up shop or have quietly sold themselves to the big chain supermarkets or Walmart. Let me tell you right now, they all need to go out of business. or That or change the way they package what they send you. Every single thing comes packaged separately. I mean, every single thing. I got a meal that required six spices, and each spice was in its own little plastic envelope, only to have you mix everything together once you removed it from the packaging. The recipe card that came in the box was, wait for it, in its own envelope, like it needed to be in that, along with at least ten cards advertising separate partner companies, from Carvana to Untucked Dress Shirts. In this not-so-small box, all the items, meat, rice, vegetables, salad, bread, they were all individually packaged. Now, I know how to cook, so I actually had fun putting everything together, and it came out great and it was delicious. It made enough for four, so I had plenty of leftovers since it's just me. 
But God Almighty, when I was done, I looked at all this wasted packaging, the boxes, the plastic wrappings, the paper. And I thought to myself, no way these companies can make a business out of this. The climate change people will shut this down. It's only a matter of time. I felt guilty after only one meal, and they sent me four. And they were going to send me four for a week, four, you know, for the whole week, for the next three weeks. Needless to say, I did not renew. I filled out the uh, how did you like our service questionnaire on the website, and I let them know what I thought of all the wasted packaging. I hope all their loyal customers that intend to use their service on a regular basis do the same and force them to build a better mousetrap. Ask your Rodriguez report for the week. Don't worry, don't worry. I have no intention of becoming a social justice warrior. Well, at least I don't think so. Hello. Your download of this podcast is much appreciated. If at any case you feel frightened, angry, or like a spineless bitch, please feel free to mute or delete the show. Other than that, enjoy the saga of Steve Rogers. three-way call since then. So. Yeah, I remember when that first happened. I was like, this is fucking crazy. I couldn't believe it. Now, uh, Chris, really quick, like, I'm just noticing uh, the sound. Maybe it's mine, too, or whatever. Uh, is your – what's your uh, phone setting on? Are you on, like, speaker? Are you out on a regular call with earbuds? I have earbuds on. Okay, do you have it on speaker or do you have it on regular call? Regular call. Regular call. Try to speaker real quick. Yeah, I was going to say, because Chris sounds really bad. How's this sound? How's that? Say it again. How's that? That's a little more clear. Maybe it's just your phone. Maybe it's just your phone. Yeah, but there's a weird echo now. I'm in my basement. They clicked on, so hold on. And make sure to keep your earbuds in, because we don't want to hear us talking the whole time. How's this, man? How's this? Oh, that's a lot better. That's a lot better. It doesn't okay. sound like, yeah, it doesn't sound like you're in a distant room now. It sounds like you're just in a hollow room. <laughs> <laughs> sounds fine. All right, cool. What's how you guys doing? <laughs> it's early, but I'm doing good. Yeah, man. What it part is. of the world do you live in? I'm in Arizona. Yeah, so it's he's actually a Pacific Standard Time, not Mountain, like I thought. So it's it's nine o'clock a.m. Jesus Christ. What was well, I, saw the, I saw the Georgia number, and I was just like, what? Is he from Atlanta? What, what's going on? I lived in Atlanta for a while, and I never changed the number because I've lived in probably seven different states, and I've had this number the whole time, so I'm like, I, I just hold on to the past, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I get it, man. My, my phone number is from Kansas City, and I live in Oklahoma. And... Mine's in Texas. Mine's in Texas, and I used to live had this one for like, I don't know, like 10 years. So, we're all good. So, so, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, how are you? Good, good. Gentlemen, I use that word loosely. I'm not sure yet whether we're all gentlemen. <laughs> we'll see how We'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that goes. So, I have 
First off, how did I even meet you guys? How did we end up hooking this up? Was this through a Facebook group? I think this is through Neil. I, I don't. I, I Neil told me about it and I had to find you searching because Neil. Neil. Um, do, you, do you want me to tell you the honest truth? Sure. Sure. All right. So um, let's not start this out by lying. Yeah, let's. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you messaged me, and the day uh, you messaged me, I think it was either from uh, one of the podcast groups, like promote, uh, promote your podcast or something like that. Uh, but the day you messaged me, I was like uh, really drunk, and, <laughs> and, and I was trying to figure out who you were and what you were saying to me. Uh, me and my wife were celebrating something because uh, we just got a house and everything like that. Wow! Congratulations. And, uh, uh, thank you. And uh, so we were we were we were uh, drinking, and I just like. I don't know who this guy is, man, but he keeps some messages. I don't know who he is. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, so, um, uh, yeah, I believe you contacted us, and I think it was from, um, I think it was either Promote Your Podcast or one of the other podcast uh, groups in Facebook. Yeah, there's a shit ton of those podcast groups out there. And, yeah. and, and half, half of this is also like, why the fuck is this populating my feed? But, you know, it's all right. <laughs> We're all saturating the market here. It's no big deal. The, the weird thing is, it seems to be the same questions over and over. Like, you know, hey, what's the best USB mic to use? Or I'm thinking about how do you market your podcast? Stop it. You're not going to become Joe Rogan. Like, yeah. yeah like, I, and the pe- best way to do podcasts, just fucking do it. Like, yeah. like just start out. Like, like, like just, just, just try. Like, like me and Neil, like, I just, I just said, let's do one thing. We just did it. It was really that simple. You don't need to go through all this. You don't need to overthink yourself when you're doing no. it. Just start doing it. Yeah, yeah we. But it, our 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 origin story, which I, I've told it like a million times now, I think in our lives. But our origin story was that me me and my wife, him and his wife, we went out to see a movie. Uh, afterwards, we went to good old IHOP, and Chris was just like, "Man, that's like the greatest movie of all time. That's just a great." I, movie. I don't. I said that, but we went yeah, to Lady Bird. Yeah, and he thought it was just like a really, really, really good movie, and I was like, "Really well done, yeah." And I was like, "Dude, I am not an ink seventeen-year-old girl, so I had nothing in common with that damn movie." Uh, I go, "I was glad that Aunt Jackie from Roseanne got a job. Uh, I'm glad that she got a, you know, got some money." And uh, and then it was just pretty much from there. We're like, you know what? Maybe we should do a podcast, and you know. Um, for years, I used to do, uh, you know, commercials. I used to do uh, DJing, everything from nightclubs to karaoke to even the gentlemen's club here and there. So, it, it, and I was like, yeah, you know, I know how to work a microphone. Chris knows how to do uh, production work. And so we just went at it, and we just sat down. Uh, what, the first one we did was Last Jai and I, Tanya. And uh, the first 20 episodes, we didn't realize you shouldn't spoiler all the damn movie. Um, you know, that get, that made a lot of people upset that were our friends because they're like, I can't listen to your podcast because you ruined the movie. How am I going to know if I want to go see the movie if you guys keep ruining them? And it's like, uh, well, I, I guess that is a that is a thing. So we should That's a valid, probably... thing. <laughs> valid point. Yeah. So yes. just getting our friends back on line to like listen to us again after that was kind of just difficult because they're like you ruined the movies for me man 
but yeah, we stopped it, and um, and now we uh, we somehow after we stopped spoiling stuff, we we're still able to put an hour of content in there. But I gotta be honest, most of that other content is just big jokes now. <laughs> I was uh, telling Neil there, we should our podcast should called "Movies That Don't Suck and Dick Jokes." <laughs> That's like the first ten minutes of just fucking dragging on each other. I what? guess the first question we should ask before uh, we jump jump into this, and uh, I've noticed several times from Chris it coming. Um, how vulgar are we allowed to be on your? Oh podcast? yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. fuck shit, piss, cunt, whatever. Okay. Yeah, we're we're uh, good. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you it's... can use the George Carlin seven words. Good. You can use all of them, <laughs> and if you don't, I'll be sad. Yeah, totally, okay, totally okay. sad. Um, first off, I want to back up. What was the movie you guys went to see? Because I don't remember Jackie's, uh, the cousin, okay. the okay, aunt, aunt in Roseanne being in a real movie. So, uh, it's a movie by Greta Gerwig called Lady Bird. Came out in 20, was it 2017, dude? Uh, it was, anyway, it was beginning of 2017. Yeah. It was like, uh, cause it's right before it was like a month or two. Well, I don't know. I think it was 2016 and then 2017 is when we started doing because it, la- it was like a month before last jedi because we for almost like oh, 30 right. days uh turned it all uh turned it around and was like maybe we'll do this maybe we won't do this and then we sat down and uh had a few drinks one night and we're like no fuck it let's do this yeah let's just do it and uh yeah so lady bird it was directed by greg girl was nominated for best picture i really liked it and you'll hated it <laughs> um i was uh actually sitting at work one day and i was like you know i listen to podcasts all the time as it is and so I just wanted to do that. I was like, how hard can it be? And it's not that hard, really, <laughs> to start one. And so I just messaged Neil and asked him to want to do a podcast. And almost immediately, the text was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that was easy. <laughs> I didn't have to convince him at all. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Lady Bird was a movie we saw. And I noticed that we had pretty, like, you know, we had good back and forth on it. Like, he had reasons he hated it. I had reasons I liked it. And I thought that would be a good dichotomy when it comes to talking movies. I, I got to yeah, tell you that, that when you said the teenage girl angst, this is the movie that popped into my head. I've only only remember one scene of this movie, but I remember the girl and I thought, I guess it was the, the mom in the car and them having a back and forth. And I was like, oh, yeah, my God, I feel my, my testicles turning into a labia as I'm watching this. <laughs> it felt horrible. And it got mixed reviews, like people either loved it or hated it, kind of like what you two just said. It was like either this yeah. is the greatest thing ever or this is absolute a shitbag. So I, yeah. I, I skipped and it. So, yeah, we totally uh, – and that's the thing. We totally did that. And also it was about falling in love with your small little town that you're from. Wow. I'm from a small little Amish town in Indiana. That's where I was born and raised. And uh, I am not in love with my small town back there. It was, it was shit. So it's like, you know, uh, I had nothing in common with any of the characters. And it just. See, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm more, more into Zags than you did. Like, uh, I'm from DeSoto, Texas. I fucking hate where I grew up. I, I never. I'm so glad I moved away from there. Every day I'm alive after that. But uh, I don't know. I felt empathy. You know, I don't know why. Maybe I just don't love heart. That's a big thing in movies. If I didn't have heart in it. They can give me a cheap way by introducing some heart. But, uh, you know. I, yeah, and I, I got I, empathy because, I you know, me. I have empathy because, you know, uh, you know, Tony Hart, when Tony Stark died, spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen Endgame, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, when he died, I bawled like a little baby. I was like, man, that's Tony Stark, man. Oh, for sure. 
But then I got to the scene and I was like, wait, who's that fucking kid? I recognize everybody else there. And then I had to wait till I got online to go, oh, shit, that's the kid from two Iron Man movies back. Holy shit. Yeah. No wonder if he's going to be the new Iron Man or what the fuck? Why is he there? This is a fun fact for anybody listening and, and anybody for fun. Uh, yesterday, I just found out about uh, the Googling Thanos thing on Google. Have you ever done this, guys? No. So you Google Thanos on Google, and on the right in the column where it explains who he is and all that stuff, there's a little infinity gauntlet. You click on it, and it erases half the page. <laughs> and, then the, and I was just like, wow, why did I ever know about this? This is awesome, because I probably <laughs> never had to Google fucking Thanos, because I read comic books. But... <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes to googling Thanos and have it disappear <laughs> on you guys. That's pretty awesome. So the name of your podcast again? You said it really quickly, but I, you kind of buried the lead. It's, uh, I got it, Chris. It's movies that don't <laughs> suck and some that do. And how many how many episodes have you guys done? Uh, 117. Yeah. Look at you yeah, in unison, both of you at the same time. 117. It was like orchestrated. Yeah, That's I'm awesome. Yeah, I'm going to put about 118 actually tomorrow. I was still posting it. We usually post podcasts on Sunday. Sometimes I get a little drunk and I put it on Monday, but it's almost always up in the beginning of the week. So I'm going to post 118 episode tomorrow. And how often do you guys put out episodes? Every week. Once a week? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Yeah, we, we reviewed two movies. Uh, we you know we take the week to go watch. Usually, it was you know at the movie theater when that was all yeah. up and still you could go out. Uh, but we just switched it to streaming. You know, we did uh, we're doing VODs, uh, you know, video on demand. We're doing uh, Hulu, Netflix, Prime, wherever we're getting you know new movies that are you know got some kind of attention out there, and ones that we're just interested in watching ourselves and. We're just uh, going there and, and watching those now to, you know, give people stuff to do. Because let's be honest, <laughs> half the world's still at home. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, I just got an email from my workplace yesterday. I'm staying, I'm still working from home till the end of July now. So that's uh, crazy. Uh, so it was supposed to be like in the beginning of June. Then he's like, no, it's not looking likely. So I'm stuck working at home till the end of July. And I'll be honest. I love working from home. I mean, honestly, it's not a big deal. But I also realize that a lot of people can't work at all. So I, yeah. I, I'm actually extremely, I'm really extremely lucky to be able to do that. Yeah, my job keeps sucking more and more and more because I work in sales. And so, yes. therefore, who, who has money for, you know, I actually work in sales for DJ. So, literally, I'm a wedding DJ and a corporate events DJ and stuff like that. Ain't nobody doing and, corporate events right now. People right? are just trying to keep corporations going. Usually we're doing like pool parties for apartment complexes or something like that, you know, this time of the year. And, you know, none of them are opening their pools and we're doing that. And the only thing that we're really making any kind of money off is, is like weddings that people are planning for like 2021, 2022. (laughs) It's a, it's a, it's a weird time. Do either of you uh, have kids? No, actually we, uh, I have, I have two cats, a dog, and four chickens, but no kids. Four chickens. And I live in an apartment. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and the thing is, I got two cats and a dog. Actually, we just got a dog uh, two weeks ago. Wow. Congrats, dude. Yeah. My last name's Blackwood, and we named him Alistair Blackwood. Kind of like Alistair Black, the pro wrestler, but Alistair Blackwood. 
I don't know. Uh, we're geeky like that, I guess. No, no, no. Well, Neil is a, Neil's a big wrestling guy. I am not. So, so Neil, I have a question for you. The, the fact that you're a wrestling fan kind of drew this question. First off, do you know who Tom Segura is, the stand-up comedian? Oh, yeah, we both yeah. love Tom Segura. We both love Tom Segura. Yeah. Cool. Uh, last week, I, it was either last week or the week before on his podcast, uh, Your Mom's House, he shit on wrestling fans in a huge way. And then he, he just made a video um, where he came up with the name of a fake wrestler and then Christina standing behind him dressed like Miss Elizabeth in one of those stupid dresses with big shoulder pads and they used cameos, so they had, like, Ric Flair call them out, like, you're the great, you know, using their catchphrases. Right. Uh, and uh, did you see that video? Not yet, uh, but uh, I will oh be God. looking for it as soon as I get off It's this so ball. funny. <laughs> I'm not a wrestling fan of the current wrestling, but I like older wrestling, so I listen to Jim Cornette a lot, his little YouTube Let's videos. Um, and he, somebody asked him about, hey, have you seen this Tom Segura thing? And he just went off for like 15 minutes Go, I don't even know who this fucking guy is. He's a Cornette's like an old school <laughs> wrestling guy. Uh, I'll definitely have to see that. No, uh, when I was younger, uh, there's three major influences in my life. And one was uh, I was always a big fan of Howard Stern as a kid. I was yes. a big fan of um, Howard Finkel as a kid. Uh, because I loved announcing. So I always came up with that a voice. Like for years, uh, when I would talk on the microphone, it'd always be like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we're going to have a great night for you. Make sure to get two for five beers. You know, like I always do that announcer voice for years because of that. And um, then uh, pro wrestling just got embedded in me. And in my early 20s, I actually tried to train to be a pro wrestler. Wow. Uh, but I uh, injured my spinal cord. I fell off of a telephone pole. And, wait, 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 uh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> you can't just. The wrestling. Okay, I was going to say, were you doing one of those backyard fuck up videos with your friends? And... <laughs> no, I was working for a cable company okay. and my, my harness broke. And I, uh, I hit the pavement and uh, messed up my back. So I couldn't do that anymore. But uh, because I did try it for like a month and a half, almost two months, it was, you know, something that I was, um, I'm really passionate about. And believe me, I don't push it on people. I'm like, hey, look, I like it. It's my thing. I go to the wrestling shows alone. I don't freaking, you know, I'll meet people there sometimes, but I get it. Not every, It's not everybody's, you know, cup of coffee. And I, I give Neil a little leeway on the podcast. I let him talk about generally for about five minutes. Because, um, uh, you know, like he'll, he'll be like, I need to talk about this real quick, real quick. And he'll go into it now. I'll, I'll sit back and drink my beer while he talks. Which is a lot of podcasts, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing you got to worry about with Chris is that he's a cheap date. So, like, three drinks and he's drunk. Like, three oh, yeah. beers. He's wasted. <laughs> but yeah, is he, is he podcast, a... F- I can barely get the outro out. I'm like, this is a uh, movie that, uh, yeah, I'm uh, drinking coffee right now, so it's different. But are you a fun <laughs> podcast drunk or are you, like, a shitty podcast drunk? Like, do you start I'm fucking with other people and... I'm really, fun. Fun. I'm really fun. Track. Oh, okay. And when he gets to that level, I fuck with him so much. I, I just go <laughs> right at it. I, I don't even, I, I don't take the gloves off or anything, man. I just go right at him. Yeah, if, if Neil were there, but I mean, he's, he was, he used to be there all the time, but uh, he would do Telsa, and that's when we started doing our podcast remotely. But yeah, when I'm, when I'm drunk, I'm a, I'm a real lovey drunk. I give people hugs that I barely even know. It's weird. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> So you're the anti-social distancing, probably coronavirusing motherfuckers all over the place. So good that you're <laughs> oh, yeah, home. But, but other, 
Yeah, but other than that, if I'm sober, I am the most social distancing person ever. I was I was doing it before it was cool. Like I'd be like I just a lot of times just wanted to stay home. But you know, it's weird. I went to um I went to the Starbucks today and I gave up because the line was too long, so I just went to QT, but no one was wearing masks and I was the only person wearing masks when I went inside. So I was like I was like, I don't know if it's people just think that the if the it's been lifted, they think it's okay, but it's not okay. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm 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 a social, I'm pretty big on social distancing. I haven't seen uh, anyone but my wife in a long time. So, so we're yeah, recording this on the twenty third, just in case you're wondering. Like, if you hear this a little later and you're like, "Wait a second, the whole world's opened up. What the fuck is wrong with these people?" We're <laughs> recording this on May twenty third. It's going to come out a little later than that, but um, and, um yeah. Quick story. Uh, we actually uh, went to a, a musician that Chris is a fan of one time. Uh, at the uh, record bar in uh, Kansas City. And he's like, man, I'm a big fan of this guy. Da, da, da. And he was just like, the guy was sitting at a table selling his merch, you know, like <laughs> you do when you're not a big name guy. And um, oh, this is John K. Sampson, by the way. John K. Sampson, he used to be in the Weaker Dance. He uh, used to be in a band called Propagandi, but now he's in a solo show, but it's great. Yeah. So but ahead. anyway, so <laughs> I was like, well, he's right there, man. Let's go talk to him. And he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, come on, let's go there. We get autograph or something. Come on, let's go go talk to him. And it's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Dude, get the fuck over here. <laughs> you just want to stare at him from the yeah. distance, you queer, <laughs> like really weird lurker, like in an old chat room yeah, on AOL that. or something. You're just going to sit there and watch people talk about sex and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Side eye him sort of thing. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm, I get I get kind of easily starstruck. Like uh, him and uh, there's this musician named Jeffrey Lewis who – it's just struggling musician for like twenty years, but uh, every time I see him, I just like, my oh my god, this is guy's like my fucking like uh, fucking love this guy. I'm not gonna bother him by talking to him. <laughs> so um, you know. he doesn't understand that that band people and celebrities and stuff like that fucking hate that shit. <laughs> well, they're wondering if you're like you know the crazy guy from Taxi Driver just standing over there looking at him like <laughs> like what the fuck is, is he gonna throw me in a bag and in the back of his car or something and burlap sack over my head? Crazy. <laughs> but no, you just want to stare at him and th and think about his music. That's not weird at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're wearing clothes while you're doing this. Hopefully, right? Like, <laughs> And your hands are not in your, and his hands are not in his pockets. Yeah, I was gonna say you're not in your pockets. Like, oh, I'm digging for change. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, how did you guys meet? You guys have known each other for a long time, or how did you guys meet? Um, uh, five years, six years, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah. I met Neil. I met Neil through uh, a friend of ours. Uh, my wife is from Kansas City. Uh, she w moved to Texas. I met her there. She brought me out to the Kansas City, and she met up with one of her friends, and Sheila. And Sheila has a husband named Jeff, and Jeff was putting together a D&D group. Okay. So I met I met, I met met um, Neil through our friend Jeff, and he became part of our D&D group, um, and that's how I met Neil uh, about five years ago. Neil, you got anything to add to that? 
Oh yeah, I can, I can, I, I, I can make a, a long story short. I knew this douchebag named AJ. He had a friend named Jeff. I liked Jeff. I didn't like AJ. I told AJ he was a piece of shit and told him not to ever come around <laughs> me again. So I went and started hanging out with Jeff because I thought he was cool. He was into the same stuff I'm into. Not wrestling, but he's into movies, into you know video games, into uh, role playing games, tabletop games, stuff like that. And he's like, hey, man, I'm going to I'm gonna put this new group together. You want to come join? And I'm like, yeah, I'll be more than happy. Me and my wife wants to join, too, because she, she, we met, like, and she was a huge LARPer, live-action role-play vampire uh, back when we first met. And we're like, yeah, let's go do this together. It'll be great. And it's it was all other couples except for two single guys that were there. So it was like <laughs> a bunch of married couples and two single dudes. And um, we just met, and for some reason um, – we just got along like really well, me and Chris. Uh, I think it's because uh, one, we're both like really big into music, even though our music tastes are a little different from each other. Um, Chris is more uh, folk music, punk music. I'm more into like the the heavy metal and rap. New metal, stuff. yeah. Yeah, new metal and stuff like that. Because Chris was in a punk band, I was in a new metal band at one point. So like, you know, that was just the influences, you know. And, you know, Chris is more Bob Dylan. I'm more Tool. Like, you know, just, you know. <laughs> and um, he's a little bit country. You're a little bit rock and roll. Donnie exactly. and Marie for people that won't get that reference. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we just started hanging out. And uh, to be honest, we just got along really well. Um, we went to some record days together. We went, you know. What's a record went, day? Uh, so record record uh, record store day is um is our is, is um a door a day where record stores open their doors and have they supposed to release it. It's usually national. It's not happened in April this year, but obviously it got yeah pushed back. But record store day is a is a national holiday for me. Um, I uh, I own so much vinyl, it's fucking ridiculous. So uh, it's it's one of my vices that I have to let myself every time I record store to walk out three hundred dollars worth of stuff. But record store day happens every. Here in April, when it's when record stores open their doors and they have live store intro performances, always uh, exclusive releases. So I brought me along with me on those days. Okay. Yeah, and that, that that year, that year, I think they had like a re-release of the Batman soundtrack. You know, I was like, yeah, I want yeah, that. And, uh, I want that. <laughs> the original one with Prince and the Bat Dance and all. Oh that yeah, shit. man, that was that was my jam in the when I was a kid, man. I used to play the. Prince Batman soundtrack all the time when I was playing with my Batman action figures, man. I, that was yeah. that was my soundtrack to my childhood. Nice. Neil loves Prince. If you guys don't know this, he fucking loves Prince. Uh, Never uh, say an unkind word about fucking Prince. <laughs> wow. So and and it just went from there. And you guys, you mentioned how you guys started doing the podcast. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. And you don't live anywhere yeah, near like, each other anymore? You guys moved? Not anymore, no. No, um, my, my wife's family um, is from Oklahoma, and they live in Tulsa. And, uh, you know, she wanted to be closer to her family again after she graduated college. And uh, I was like, you know what? You know, um, Kansas City was great to me. I lived there for 10 years after moving there from Chicago. And, um, you know, uh, it was great. But wherever my wife, you know, happy wife, happy life. So I was down for it. And to be honest, Tulsa is really kind of picking up, man. And right now Tesla is looking to build a plant here. So, you know. Uh, it, so, but, actually... yeah, when, when Neil moved back in October, uh, stopping the podcast was never a, an option for us. So uh, we just 
We just did it. We just uh, just found a, a squadcast.fm. There are hosts now. That's how we do it remotely, and they've been good to us. So, yeah, that was the biggest. I think that was biggest Neil's biggest uh, worry when he was moving. It was a podcast stopping, but it was never an option for me. I don't care about finding a job. Just tell me how I can still do my podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm not worried about, am I going to find more people to D&D with or money to pay the bills with or find a good apartment? Is It looks good during the day, but it's shitty at night or, you know. No, you're worried about, can I still talk to my buddy about silly shit and, and make him drink? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. I started my I, podcast. I don't drink it at all besides the, the podcast. Like, I have a me first down in the basement where I podcast. It sounds so loserish, but that's how we do it in the basement. And um, it's full of beer. And I only drink it on Thursdays when we record. Wow. I started recording in my closet. Um, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I had been doing a blog for years. And I was listening to Kevin Smith talk about his podcast network. And he was like, you know, everybody has a creative side. Everybody has a voice. And if you're not, you know, if you have a, a laptop, you have an iPad, you have an iPhone, fuck it. Record yourself talking about shit that's funny to you or interesting to you and just put it out there. If you get one person to listen, that's one person that didn't hear your voice before that. And I was like, right. fuck yeah, that's tell him, Kevin Smith. Think- and then I went that's and bought. We, that's how we do it, man. Like, go ahead. Sorry. No, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, like, um, that's how I've been looking at doing a podcast. I'm not doing it for anyone else. I'm doing it for myself. 100%. Uh, and, uh, if- and if people listen, that's great. If they don't, that's fine too. Like, of course, I like more people listen, but uh, I have fun talking to my buddy about movies. If I have an excuse to talk for movies for an hour and get someone to actually listen to me, that's great. And I love, I mean, I love that we do the podcast because we love movies, you know, um, just like Doug Benson. But uh, yeah, uh, we, we, like you said, if one person hears it, that's great. And that's one more person that didn't hear you. So, Kevin Smith is all about that, so I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, it was – Kevin it was... Smith is one of the greatest, too. Like, uh, Chris isn't the hugest fan of Kevin Smith, but, man, I, I fucking love Kevin Smith. Like, Dude, I, I, see... I like I, I like Chris just fine. I, I, I like uh, – I actually like the Kevin uh, – Jane Silent Bob reboot way better than the than the Strike Back one, man. Fuck, fuck, I like that new one way more than the old one, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen Kevin do right podcasts live a couple times, and I really enjoyed it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I actually um, am trying to put together a guy's weekend or, or a guy's week right now where we go out to Hollywood. We go to the Universal Studios. We go to the Whiskey Go-Go. We go, you know, like, we go to all that. And then the number one thing I want is to go to the cantina and go watch him record his podcast there. Like, I want to, like, all, that's, like, my epic week in Hollywood, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, I went to California a couple years ago, probably two years ago, and I went, my wife was going out there for some seminar. My wife was doing some hippy-dippy bullshit, and I was just going with her. She was going to some, like, um, energy healing, hippie, like hippy dippy bullshit. She'll never hear this. She doesn't listen to my show, so it's okay. I say that. My wife's like, yeah, who wants to hear? I can hear you talk 24 hours a day. I don't need to listen to it in my car when you're not with me. Fuck. Same thing with my wife. Yeah, weird. It seems weird. But Isn't so she was, ironic? she was doing her hippy dippy shit and I was driving around. So I went to the, the walk of fame and I'm walking around and I read a bunch of books that take place in California. So I was the Harry Bosch series. There's a TV show about it. So I went and looked at a bunch of the sites from that show. But I'm walking down the, the 
where all the stars are on the street, the Walk of Fame. And at the end right. of the Walk yeah. of Fame, I look over and I was like, holy fuck, I'm standing outside of the cantina where they, where they do Hollywood Babylon. <laughs> Not Hollywood Babylon. Yeah. Uh, Fat Man Beyond. And I was Fat like, Man holy Beyond, shit, yeah. I'm trying to take pictures through the, shit, the dark glass. Nobody was there. It was like <laughs> one in the afternoon. I'm like, of course nobody's here. But I was like super psyched to just be there. I put a whole bunch of pictures up. Yeah. But I, I yeah. toured Adam Carolla's studio while I was out there. My wife was like, hey, why don't you reach out to Adam and see if you can tour the studio? I was like, he's not going to fucking do that. She goes, well, listen, right now you're not going, right? I said, yeah. She goes, you send an email. If they don't answer, then you're still not going, but he might reply. And I was like, okay. And so, like, women are so much smarter than us. I sent the Adam email. Cole, Mark Maron, Adam Cole and Mark Maron is your regular, like, the OGs of, like, podcasting. Yeah. was really brought to national spotlight. I, uh, I used to listen to Adam. I don't really much anymore, but I'm still a big Marin fan. Um, and, it, and it, you know, when Rogan has someone on I like, like uh, he's that Pat Oswald on, or Tony Hawk, I listen to that. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, it's it's crazy how I, I used to, I listened to podcasts before Adam Cole even did one. But uh, it's crazy how big it's gotten over the past three years, four years maybe. Yeah. Um, how many people are now, like, know what a podcast is? Is why. Tell people I listen to podcasts back before I did the podcast. They're like, "What is that?" And yeah. I'm like I'd be like, "It looks." And they, 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 I explained to them, they're like, "So it's like a radio show." I'm like, "Kind of, <laughs> kind of like radio." So show. kind of a radio, but you don't have to be sitting in your car. Like, yeah, you can listen yeah, exactly. to it anywhere. So did he respond to your email? I'm I'm interested, man. I want to hear. Yeah, this. his his assistant Matt Fondelier wrote back to me, and he goes, "Well, what day are you coming out?" So I was like, "I'm coming out on Friday." He goes, "All right." If you could be here at this time on Friday, I'll give you a tour of the studio and we're going to record. We're going to be recording at 11. So get here at 10. I'll give you a tour. And then you can sit here while we record an episode. I was like, oh, my God. So I, you know, we got up and drove out at four in the morning. I'm in Arizona, so it's only four and a half hours away. So we drove, got breakfast. And I, my wife dropped me off while she didn't stay there with me. She's like, I don't want to fucking go in there and look at cars. Like, go go be a geek and go look at his studio. And so I sat there, toured the studio, took a whole bunch of pictures, and then sat there while they recorded um, Reasonable Doubt with Mark Garagos. And oh, met no. Adam at the end. Adam shook my hand. He's like, he comes walking out, and I was like, I'm not fucking going up to him. I'm just not going to be that guy. And he turns to me. <laughs> like, I'm sitting in the green room area. It's not a room, but it's like a bunch of couches just sitting there. He turns right. and goes, so you're my biggest fan in Arizona, huh? I was like, oh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like like you with your singer guy, you're like, I want to talk to him. Yeah. I just want to look at him from afar. So he came over, shook my hand, put his arm around me. I was like, so, so weird. Social distance, get away. What about, what about a podcast called the Film Vault? And actually, he's uh, Anderson from the Love Line and Bob Bryan. You know, yeah. Bob Bryan. Yeah, uh, they do a podcast called the Film Vault. It's yep. my favorite podcast. Um, and so, like, uh, I'd credit them as actually. Pushing me to actually do a movie podcast. I mean, like, like uh, I, uh, I'm the biggest fan of that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. but um, see, I've always wanted to meet Kevin Smith because I always wanted to apologize to him for a thing. Um, did did you ever see the DVD An Evening with Kevin Smith? That's that's what got me doing podcasts. It was the little t- Q and A. He did like three of them, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was, I watched all of them. The fir- the first one that he did um, when he was in Indiana University, correct? Yep. So uh, there was a kid that went up to the microphone. I don't. I guess say kid, but he was in his twenties or early, in early or late teens, early twenties. 
and he asked uh, Kevin Smith if he could suck his dick for five dollars. And that kid was you. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> but I brought him. Oh my god, that's worse. <laughs> I, I was I was a manager at Denny's in Bloomington, Indiana, at the time. Uh, going to college, my my first wife, and um, and all that stuff. But um, we, you know, we heard Kevin Smith was coming to town, and we're like, oh fuck. We all took that night off. I gave I, I gave the B ship all of our work, and we just like, no, we're taking this night off. We're going to go do this. And his name was Geek. We called him Geek. I cannot remember his real name. If you told me, he had like he had the roller skate tennis shoes. Like he Jesus. thought he was just cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just thought he was the coolest dude in the world. And he was sitting with us, and he's like, "Hey, man, I think I'm going to go up to the microphone and ask my uh, Kevin Smith a question." And I was like, that's a cool idea. I'm just going to sit here and watch. I'm not going to do the ask the question thing because my questions would be like a conversation question, not like, you know, <laughs> you know, is your favorite color blue? You know, not nothing like right. that, you know. And, <laughs> and uh, so he went up there and then he just asked Kevin Smith if he could suck his dick for five dollars. And then he goes into like an actual question. And Kevin was just like, no, wait a minute. You got my head thinking about something completely different here, man. And He's like, am I paying you or you're paying me? And then sucking my dick. Which is just, yeah, how's this right? going to work? And then uh, I just remember Geek comes back and he sits down in his chair in a seat, which is like three, about three seats away from me. And I get up, I go over there, and I just smack him in the back of the head. And I'm like, here, check. So you ask Kevin Smith to suck your dick? He goes, you never know. <laughs> he might have said yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know he got kicked out of that uh, of Indiana University that night. That's before he knew oh. how to limit his time, and you know he just told those long stories. I think we were there yeah. for like four and a half, five hours. Jesus! And then security <laughs> finally came up to the microphone and was like, "Hey, man, we got to put a wrap on this. So you're kind of <laughs> going way too long." And everybody booed. You know, boo. That's where he told the Superman yeah. story, right, John Peters? Mm. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That infamous story of how he was going to be writing a Superman reboot, and Superman all John lives. Peters, yeah, all John Peters wanted was a giant metal spider in the third act, which I say ended up being <laughs> Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West, yeah, I, yeah. And then John you know, Peters if just it's married not good enough for Superman. It's at least good enough for Will Smith. John Peters just married Pam Anderson like a month ago. That's when I saw that name. I was like, oh shit! And then he got divorced like a day later or something. It was something stupid. Yeah, because he's fucking wild, man. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't get Pam. He he got like Pam. You know, he he didn't get Pam in her prime. I mean, he he, he could put Tommy it on Lee his resume show. that he was with Pam Anderson, but he wasn't with Pam Anderson. He was like, yeah, I was with Pam Anderson. It's different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like you know, if you get married now to like uh, who, uh, let's say Michelle Pfeiffer, because she's like what eighty. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to look as good in that black outfit that she did as Catwoman now. I mean, she's still good. She's still good looking. It's just, you know, what is she, like 60, 70, 80? So I don't know what she has. She has to wear a turtleneck to hide the turkey neck that she's yeah. on. All right, we can't rip on people like this. All right, I don't like that. But the little white good. shoestrings that are holding that black leather together are going to be really stretching, <laughs> is what you're saying. Maybe tearing <laughs> their leather a little. Uh, they're going to be ripping. You could probably yeah. use the space in between this floss. I get it. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned earlier about going to movies and how the world's kind of changed because this COVID coronavirus horseshit that we're in. 
I miss going to the movies, man. How much do you oh, guys too. miss yeah. going to the movies? So uh, much. A lot. Um, yeah, like we we were, you know, AOS members of AMC, so two movies a week was perfect for us. And now since we can't go, I'm I'm going a little crazy, man. But here's the thing: I think after this coronavirus thing, I think that home viewing is what the movies are going to be. You know, uh, I don't think theaters are going to, I think a lot of theaters aren't going to try. There's usually a few that make it through, but honestly, I think home viewing is where it's going to go, which is sad. I fucking love going to theater. I'm not a religious guy. The closest thing I get to a religion is going to the theater every week. You know, so like, um, to me, this it's, it, I'm trying my best to still be excited about movies, because I still get really excited about movies. You know, it's something I look forward to. But I think it's a I think going to a place where people watch movies together, I think it's going to be a thing in the past after everything gets back to normal, which, by the way, when we get back after this, it's not going to be normal. Like, this is, we're, as the world is changing, and it's going to be weird, man. It's, uh, I don't think theaters are going to, a lot of theaters won't survive. So it's, uh, it's a big disappointment for me, but I'm just hoping, man, that we get through it. It's, yeah. it's changing. Uh, um- I'm and I'm really scared of Amazon buying AMC because <laughs> that's been rumored. Did that happen? Oh, it's, I know it was you know, rumored. It's a rumor mill right now yeah. that they're actually looking to purchase AMC theaters because of how much money they're losing and stuff like that. And, yeah. uh, Amazon's like, oh, we'll pick it up and buy it because then when you go to the movie theater, are you going to be seeing you know Paramount? Uh, Universal, or is it just going to be those uh, Amazon flicks that, you know, I barely like watching on television? The previews are going to be like, oh, and you could get this DeWalt, you know, paddle sander for fourteen ninety five only today when you put in the code AMC1. <laughs> like, like, fuck off. Like, what movie was that that we just watched, Chris? Um, the one Seabird. where Seabird. Seabird, yeah. Seabird, like, I would not have seen that in the theater. It, it's uh, Kristen Stewart. It's uh, about Jane Jane Seberg, the actress who uh, was part uh, who was part of the. Uh, she supported the Black Panther movement and stuff like that. Um, She's a, that she was, was uh, in the French New Wave, Breathless. Which if you haven't seen Breathless, it's an old French New Wave film. I fucking love it, but that's that's all really she's known for. And of course, I've never heard of that fucking movie ever before. And anyway, I've never heard of either. So keep going. Yeah. I got. I can't add to this part. Go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm afraid that you know because they thought that was going to be Oscar worthy. They released it in the movie theater like what for two weeks or something like that. Before yeah, yeah, for like Oscar a week and a half. Yeah. Um, before it was even complete, and they finally released it on Amazon like a week or two ago. And the thing is, it's like. Would that movie be the movie they're showing at the theater, and then they're going to advertise it like, this is a great movie? And I go and I see this shit, and I'm like, oh, it's like a TV made-for-TV movie. It's not like yeah. – this ain't this ain't Hollywood level. This ain't, you know, Michael Bay blowing up shit. This is, you know, uh, okay, I could have watched this on Lifetime right. and, you know, <laughs> just seen Aunt Becky from Full House play the part, you know, like – this seems to be very Aunt Becky focused episode. Just saying, that's like the fourth circle back. If this is comedy, that was the fourth callback to Aunt Becky. She's getting really blown up today. No, no, no. I said Aunt Jackie. Oh, Aunt Jackie, 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 Jackie. That's what I meant. Roseanne. Yeah. Yeah. This is Aunt Becky from Full House. Oh, Jesus. I we're, know my team's <laughs> Holy shit. We're doing a very ant centric. You're right. Multiple ants. So, you know, Chris, I want to go back to what. Aunt Day. 
I want to go back to what Chris said about how he thinks movie theaters are going to go away. And I want to give you a counterpoint. I'll tell you why I don't think they're going to go away. I, I was with okay. you for a while. But if you notice, okay. every movie that went straight to viewing at home. So uh, the Will Smith movie came out like a, the Bad Boys for Life came out like a week after it was in the theater because they shut theaters down. Like so many movies right. went straight to viewing at home. The problem with doing viewing at home going forward is every one of those movies was pirated immediately and it was a perfect flawless copy and people just oh yeah people just didn't pay for the pay-per-view they weren't going to pay you know 9.99 to watch it they're like fuck it I'll download a torrent my kid that's 8 knows how to download torrents so but <laughs> yeah. we have you know we have a VPN and he downloads torrents they know what that shit is nobody's going to pay for movies studios need to make money so they yeah. still are going to have to figure out some way because if it goes straight to video, people just aren't going to pay for it. Like, I don't, I don't mind paying nine ninety nine for a movie. Everybody's going to watch it. I'm saving a shit ton of money. I have a bunch of kids. I have nine kids. So yeah, if I go to the theater, like if I go to see Toy Story 4 and I'm taking every kid, I, I have to take out a fucking loan to get popcorn and soda and sneak candy <laughs> right. in and a backpack and all that bullshit. Like, I'm fine paying nine ninety nine. have everybody sit around the TV and watch it. And then get your $5 bag of popcorn. Exactly. You already have in your counter. Exactly. Three bags of microwave popcorn that I bought at Costco. Throw them in the microwave. You want more? Cool. Go over there. There's no (laughs) refill bucket cost. Whatever. I'm just going to hop up and pop out a hefty bag instead of the little popcorn. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, man. Uh, I didn't really think about that one. I want to counterpoint for a second, too. Um, and the thing is, uh, it, going to the movies is an experience. It is. Let's just be honest. Yep. It, it's it's like going putt putt. It's like going bowling. It's like you know. It's like when you when you take your family, your friends, or whoever it is. It's an experience. Like, come on, there's nothing better than a when like Star Wars movie premiere night, yep. midnight showing. Like you get dressed up in your favorite Star Wars T-shirt, and you're like, man, uh, Return of the Jedi was way better than the prequel. You know, like, you know, you get to have those conversations that yes. Chris normally have. And uh, so I, I feel like that retrospect will not go away. Do I think people would purchase VOD? Yes, I do. Yeah. But at the same time, that is the number one issue is, yes, it will end up directly on Pirate Bay, Kick-Ass Torrents, whatever place you download your illegal movies or what I download my illegal movies every other day. Hold on. Let me write those down now again. Pirate Bay, (laughs) Kick-Ass Torrents. Okay. Got it. Got it. I'll put links in the show notes for those of you that don't know what the fuck that is. I'm just kidding. Here's here's the thing. Um, A tenant's coming out at the end of July, right? Tenant's Christopher Nolan's next film, and he is a big, big believer in IMAX. And uh, and he like he fucking loves it. So exception, I saw an IMAX. Uh, I saw Interstellar and IMAX. But the thing is, it's like it's like it's like I don't think those movies will you know will uh, uh, make it a big impact if we don't see it in the theater with everyone else. Um, I really hope that they come back. Like, but you know, also tempering my excitement. <laughs> I don't I don't want them to go away, but it's it, I'm prepared for it. <laughs> you know, I'm preparing myself for it. So when they come back, I'll be happy. But Right now, I, I just don't know what it's looking like. It's it's a it's a weird feeling to know that the way we the way handshaking will be a thing. You'll be knocking elbows. <laughs> like even when I watch this stuff now, we can do all Del Mission Man on that. We can do the Del Mission, you know, <laughs> hand surround. You know, oh, but, be well. Yeah, all of a sudden, you know everybody in the world is now? Howie Mandel. Everybody's like, no, nah, let's fist bump. <laughs> I'm not fucking yeah. 
<laughs> we all need Whenever I'm watching TV or whenever I watch a TV or movie, I'm like, they're standing so close to each other. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, stand back, dude. Like, like that's how I'm feeling when I watch a TV and movies from like you know a year ago. It's so strange to see that now. It's so strange how fast we yeah. all acclimated to the new society we're living in. Like you see people get in an elevator and you're like, oh, those guys are all going to die. It's like that movie Devil or whatever it was. Like, oh, one of them Satan. They may not be really Satan, oh, but they got the yeah, COVID. Devil. Yeah, they got the COVID virus in the elevator. And you're out in public and you sneeze and people look at you like you're a baby raper or something. Like, Jesus, I'm sorry. Like, There's pepper. What do you want? Right now I have the opposite reaction here. Like for some reason, like here in Tulsa, after they've been opening up everything, there's a lot of people without masks on. And I have a, I don't get it. And I have a, I have a black mask that has like, it has a ventilator on one side. Like it, you know, I paid a couple of bucks for this thing. Uh, cause I'm 40 years old and I've been smoking since I was 15. So, you know, if I get this virus, I'm fucked. There's just the bottom line of that. You know? And so, uh, so every place I go, I wear this mask and I've been getting some looks like, I can't believe he's wearing a mask. And it's like, I can't yeah, believe you're great. a dick. I don't know what he wants. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I want to think it's the media blowing this up. I want to think it's media saying, hey, it's just these like people that are accused to wear masks, but now I'm seeing it everywhere. And so I don't know, man. Yeah, I think everybody should be wearing a mask, but I also breathing through a mask is not amazing. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm not 40 and I don't, haven't been smoking since I was 15. I'm 55 though. So if I get this virus, I'm more fucked than you. Like I, I've got a lot more years on you. I've got a lot more wear and tear on this body and I'm wearing a vi- I'm wearing a mask in my house practically like because my kids go outside and play with other kids. I'm like, fuck you. You're dead to me. No, I'm not hanging out with you. I only have eight kids. You should go fuck yourself. You're eating in the closet. Like, whatever. Um, we talked about video on demand and movies going straight to video. So when we were prepping for this last night, as we were pinging back and forth, the one thing about hookers and booze or put hookers and coke no, 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 It's hookers and blow, man. Hookers and blow. Sorry. Um, but we were talking about movies that went straight to video on demand with uh, huge actors. And we talked about that Ryan Reynolds movie. So like, this is a movie that to me looked like, it looked like, like the justice league, if they didn't have costumes and didn't have powers, but they were trying to fight the wrongs of the world. So let's talk about that so movie. Me, first me off. And Neil, me, me and Neil weren't very kind to underground six. Uh, both me and him have our big problems with, uh, with Michael Bay, and this is no exception. Oh, for sure. We, we kind of hate. Yeah, yeah we, we we fucking hated this movie, Six Underground or Underground Six, where it's fucking. Yeah, hate it. Okay, um, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Don't 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 jump over the fucking line there, man. All right. Uh, I'm never gonna say I hate a movie that Ryan Reynolds is in. The man's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful specimen of man. If I uh, was batting for the other team, Ryan Reynolds is the first one I'm kidnapping. But. He's uh, not taking your five dollars to let you suck his dick. It's just not yeah, happening. Right. He's got options. Sorry, Kevin Smith's more likely to take the five than Ryan. But, but um, yeah, I mean that movie was a little like it should have been in a theater. I mean, if if it it was in the theater, the explosions, the you know surround sound with IMAX and stuff like that would have been a lot better. You would have um, wanted to see that movie in IMAX? That's a little much. I'm just saying that's the only thing that could have saved it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, 
because Michael Bay needs to have big screens and so his big explosions look good. Because let's be honest, when's the last time you thought to yourself, man, I'm going to throw on Transformers right now because that's just a great movie just to have great, that has great dialogue. It has great, you know, know, like that's not why. It's because it's robots blowing shit up. Yeah. It's it's not a really good, you know, story. (laughs) But but, but the other side of that is that both Neil and I, we loved Extraction. We actually really loved that. But to be fair, I have a projector and a sound bar in my basement. So I, I turned that shit in a, it was uh, blown away, but I, I think Neil liked it just as much, right? Yeah, Extraction with uh, Chris Hemsworth, I thought was really good. But still, it, it's another movie that would have paid off by being on a big screen. I mean, it would have made money. It would have made bank. It easily brought in the budget back at least threefold. You know? Yeah, absolutely. The Michael Bay has this thing where anytime metal touches metal, there's an explosion. And I don't get that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> And or when cars hit the dumbest things, yeah, they explode. They hit like, sand and explode in half. <laughs> like that one scene in in uh, in the movie we we're talking about, Ryan Reynolds movie, there where the the truck hits the pile of dirt and splits right up the middle into two separate pieces. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here, dude! That doesn't happen except in his head. Yeah, but, I mean that's I, a beautiful thing sometimes. But Michael Bay. Uh, whenever I saw a transfers movie, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I cannot make out what's going on. It sounds like robots fucking, honestly. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't focus on what's going on. Michael Bay, he has such a connect style. It's a style, but I can't, I can't do Michael Bay anymore. Okay, um, like, uh, there's... There's one thing I have to we, – we just kind of, kind of surpassed it, and I feel like it's that moment where, you know, uh, Captain America says language. And um, <laughs> Chris, did you just say it sounded like two robots fucking? How do you know what two robots fucking sounds like? That's like – that kind of – What well, are I you watching so- now? <laughs> what does your Pornhub history look like, sir? That's what we need to know. <laughs> We don't well, want to see your browser history. Yeah. Oh. Wow. But yeah, I think. Yeah, um, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, so I, I, I think that you know, movies coming out on Netflix, like one that was just released, Love Birds, is a comedy with Camila and Gianni. I'm really excited to watch that tonight. Um, so uh, I do think that the action movies are probably going to save the cinema if they, if it does get saved. But um, but yeah, it's it's looking crazy, and so we won't really know probably till sometime later next year if uh, things will be able to recover. If that if that if that really if that. Yeah, and it's you know like movies coming up that are going to go straight to VOD. Like um, it's already rumored, uh, which it sounds weird, but it's a movie I'm looking forward to, like uh, Bill and Ted, uh, Face the Music, Part Three. You know. Yes. Um. That's going straight to VOD. They've already announced it. They is it that, uh, is it confirmed it's going straight to VOD? Yeah, yeah. Actually, oh, uh, we just man. Ran, uh, so that's going to be something that you got to rent at home. Which, because let's be honest, if that was released at the theater, they're going to maybe make their budget back. You know, because let's be honest. I mean, it's going to be the Keanu Reeves feature. Like you know, everybody sure. wants to see Keanu Reeves right now because of John Wick and all of that and his re. Um, emergence into the theaters um but to be honest it'll make its budget back literally in a movie theater and, and he probably did it for really cheap too he wasn't asking yeah. for john oh, wick yeah. money he was like fuck i get to hang out and you know be a stoner again 
and hang out with my buddy. <laughs> yeah. We did two great movies together beforehand. So, you know, it, it's just fun for him. And, and to be honest, I mean, come on, Keanu Reeves is like the most non-selfish guy in yeah. the entire world. Yep. Um, so, you know, that they're just like, we're going to throw it to VOD because we just want people to see it. We don't, we don't care about making the money back. We don't, we just here throw it. And I'm sure the studio is happy about that. Uh, so, but the thing is, without having money that you can bring in from going to the theater, going to the movies and stuff like that, a lot of movies aren't going to get made. Yep. A lot that's, of movies. That's for of, sure. And mm-hmm. we're already having problem with, uh, and I, I don't want to diss on blockbusters or comic book movies or anything, because believe me, I'm the first one in line to go see any of them. Um, but those are, have been taken away from independent artsy movies that could be made uh, because people want to only want to go spend money to go see the new Avengers movie or the new uh, Batman movie or the new, you know, whatever. And so a lot of people already think that's taking away from the industry where independent movies can't be make any kind of good money at the movie theater. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of indie films. Uh, in fact, the uh, last movie I watched was one of Lynn Shelton, uh, who recently passed, rest in peace. Um, uh, I watched uh, Outside In on Netflix for free. Uh, but uh, as an indie film watcher, I do think, honestly, that I do think if they're going to compete price-wise, if they want people to watch their movies, they can release them on Amazon or, or Vudu or Vimeo. They're going to have to wear the price if they want people to watch their movies. But then again, indie filmmaking is not really about making money, money. And that's evident when you see these movies. Uh, so it, it's it's a blessing and a curse that people are, are can be choosy. But I don't know, man. It's it, Everything's going to get buried. And like the podcast market, the movie, movie on the market is saturated. So, uh, I, but yeah, it's it's strange. And I, I, but I do think indie films actually get more exposure than the time that they wouldn't. That's my that's my thought. Indie films are gonna get what? I'm sorry, your phone's crapping out. More, of. more exposure. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And there's a certain group of people that are going to gravitate towards those, and you know, there's a certain group of people that are like, no, there's no Iron Man in that. Why isn't Iron Man in <laughs> Ladybug and? You know, because he's dead. People, did you watch the movie? No, Ladybug came out before he died. Spoilers. No. Sorry. Fuck. Spoilers. Gosh, there go, yeah, there goes your people in your audience quitting the show again because I fucked again, it up for everybody. Again. Damn. Damn it. <sighs> but uh, anyone who listens to the show know that I'm a uh, I'm the big indie guy. I'm the big artsy guy. <laughs> when it comes to watching movies, I forced Neil to I forced Neil to go see uh, Phantom Thread with me. So um, that was uh, oh god, that, was, that fucking movie. To see what movie? Uh, Phantom Thread. Phantom. It's Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, it was Daniel Day Lewis's last movie before he quit acting. He he played a a douchebag fashion guy that, and it, it was shit. It was a shit movie. It was shit. come on, man. You like you, you said you liked it, but here's the thing. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson directed. Paul Thomas Anderson directed Boogie Nights. He directed Derby Blood, which is my favorite movie, and uh and The Master, and and Hair in this movie. Uh, Hell Thomas Anderson is my favorite director, and so uh, anything he puts out, I'll go see immediately. So yes, that's my. It was slow. It was long. It was hard. It was just like anything you've ever heard in any search engine of anybody you know looking on Pornhub, but it was literally (laughs) just. 
it, it was an all right movie, but you know, it, it, man, it was just so slow. It was slow. Uh, it was it, hard. It, it was it, long, it, and it would have been sucked for five dollars by your buddy. From Dennis. Five dollars, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I'm a big director, guys. So Paul Thomas Anderson, fucking David Fincher, I'm there. Um, but yeah, uh, it's um, it's a strange, it's a strange time. Uh, and going back and, to you know, uh, Let's go back a little bit to what we were talking about earlier with the VODs and stuff like that. Like uh, yeah. one movie that I was really excited about seeing at the theater, and that's right when quarantine started, uh, was Bloodshot with Vin Diesel. <laughs> right? Okay. And I'm, I'm, I was excited about it because it's – Because uh, of his acting? I, no, no, no. Because uh, Bloodshot is actually a character by Violent uh, – not Violent. I'm sorry. by Valiant. Valiant. Yeah, Valiant yeah, Comics. Valiant Comics who own the third biggest uh, universe. You know, it's like Marvel, DC, and then Valiant. And um, I, I actually read Bloodshot comics. I like Bloodshot. I'm a big fan of it. And I was like, yeah, I get to see this new character I never thought I'd see on the screen ever in my life. And then we watch it from home, and I'm like, oh, my God, this movie sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, you know, maybe it would have made its yeah, budget back. Maybe it would have made its budget back in the theater if everybody wasn't sick, but I don't know if it would, and that sucks. No, it's a it, bad movie. <laughs> it was bad. It was it was yeah, fantastic it was... for a reboot. Bad, like it was just oh not good. Oh my gosh, it was not yeah. good. Yeah, it, uh, it, it almost had STD in the show, which is the sum that do part. And we heard those movies that are fucking awful. Uh, one of those movies was Death Wish from when we were still doing the podcast to go to theaters. I was. So pissed off when we saw it. I went home and watched Dunkirk just to watch my mouth out. Okay, Death Wish, the Bruce Willis remake. The Bruce Willis yeah, remake, yeah, the Charles Branson films. Yeah. See, God, Kevin Smith made awful. me not want to watch Bruce Willis ever again. Kevin Smith uh, oh, yeah. opened the curtain and showed us what a douchebag Bruce Willis was. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm good. I'm good, and that's okay. why to this day I will fight anybody that says Die Hard is a better Christmas movie than Lethal Weapon. Uh, dude, I'm fighting. We're, we're gonna fight to death on that, dude. <laughs> Lethal Weapon was the better uh, Christmas movie. It I actually had Christmas you, movie. Serious. It opened up with Christmas music and closed with Christmas music. The only reason I remember it was a Christmas movie. The only reason I remember Lethal Weapon was a Christmas movie is because he was at the Christmas tree lot, and that's selling yeah. selling heroin and Christmas trees or coke and Christmas trees, whatever it was. But yeah, I, I don't I mean, remember like, it as a Christmas movie. The other one was A Christmas Party. So Die Hard was yeah. all about Christmas, took place on Christmas, and it was Christmas-focused. And I got to hear Run Thanks, DMC. <laughs> but, Come on. <laughs> but then at the end of Lethal Weapon, they were they added him to the family. They were singing Christmas. They were eating Christmas dinner. Like, you know, hey, come on in. Christmas dinner. Come eat some turkey. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I'll do that. You know, like. Come on. Yeah, but we're not allowed to like Mel Gibson anymore. Mel Gibson's off the approved list. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. His dad was a Nazi, and uh, who knows? Everything's true if you read it on the internet. It can't be wrong if it's not on the internet. Oh, yeah, yeah. The internet is the truth barometer. We should follow that. 100%. If it's on the internet, it must be true. Yep, and robots fucking. It's on the internet, so, you know, that's how you find out what that would sound like. If it's on Reddit or Fortune, obviously the truth. Must be. Yeah. We totally all know that. Be. 
So what movies are you guys looking forward to? What, so let's say the COVID what? thing goes away tomorrow. They know snaps it, and it's one of the five, you know, one of the half percent, fifty percent things that go away. No more COVID. Movie theaters open back up. You know what was supposed to come out. What are you looking forward to? Tenant, which is still coming out. Um, I'm excited about the thing called Saint Maud, which is an indie film. Of course uh, it is. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Tell us about tell us about the indie film that nobody's going to go see. Okay, well, Saint Maud is about this. Uh, no, we'll go see it because I have to. I have to. He's going to be like, we're watching this movie, but you can choose the other one. But we're watching this movie. Okay. But you have to okay, watch it in your like, city, and he has to watch it in his like, city. What, you guys can't even have... like share a popcorn <laughs> and watch it. It's sad. One of my favorite movies ever is called The Witch. It's uh, this wonderful movie. Uh, I've actually a black-filled tattoo on my shoulder from the shoulder from that movie, um, and, and you know has a few movie tattoos as well. But uh, The Witch is about a uh, 16th-century family who goes into seclusion, banished from their society, and all the satanic shit happens. It's amazing. All right, Chris. I love Chris. Chris. Yeah. Chris. 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 Yeah. He asked you what movies you are you looking forward to, not okay. the same fucking movie they uh, try to sell uh, us uh, every I, single I get, fucking uh, week. We get it. I you love The it. Witch. Do you have part of the video on demand? Like, does part of that money kick back to you if you keep hawking it every week? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> get a little slice of the pie. So, which is made by a studio called A24. Stop selling the movie. You were just told. All right. If you were on separate mics, I'd mute his mic, but I can't. He's on the same phone. Fuck. Same model is made by the same studio. That's what I'm getting at. Same model is made by the same studio. Awesome. What do you want to see? Not stuff you've seen a million times naked. Yes. I wish the James Bond was coming out. You know, I was really excited about that one. Uh, that actually did sound kind of good. Like they, a lot of people got up in their feelings when they said it's going to be a, a woman 007, but it wasn't a new woman 007. It's just another double O agent. There's yeah, there's yeah. nine double O's people. There's got to be one woman mathematically, unless it's a totally sexist society. So yeah. And the one that I was really looking forward to uh, was, um, was actually, I mean, you know, comic book fan, of course, Black Widow, man. I was really looking forward to seeing that in the theater, especially after Taskmaster. Seeing, uh, yeah, yes. Taskmaster. Fuck yes. Um, uh, David Harper, uh, Harbor from, you know, Stranger, Stranger Things, Things is in it. Yeah. And uh, uh, they had that little trailer because I only watched a small trailer. I don't like getting completely ruined on the movies. Like you watch a trailer these days, it tells you the whole damn story. So I just watched the teaser. Like, what's what's that whole, the whole story by the, by the, by the, uh, trailer like oh okay we know the movie now yeah i, I really wish we had seen it <laughs> but the movie witch that trailer was an epic godsend from heaven and oh, just sorry. yeah <laughs> even the trailer's better than some avengers movies <laughs> i don't know because there's a lot of movies that i'm looking forward to but i think they're still in the filming stages like i know matrix 4 was in the middle of filming uh of course i want to see that because I'm, I'm a huge matrix fan um, Did you like the second gosh. two? Like, it would be great if they just moved those out, like if they removed them. I wish they had today's technology to retell the story of that back then to try to make it flow better. Or, like, you know, I, I feel like they they had an idea, but they just did not 100% execute. Yeah, they didn't yeah. execute. Yeah. And and that that's the only problem I see with those. But, you know... And, to me, a telling of anything like that is you just kind of got to go with 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 the you know writer director because 
Um, it's the same argument that I've been hearing a million times in my life about like comic book movies. Like, oh well, that's not how Superman would act. How the fuck do you know, man? Did you <laughs> like? And what version of Superman are you reading? Right. Are you only reading from like 1977 to 1984, and that's exactly the Superman it should be, and not any of the other ones? You know, come on now. I mean, so I was just trying to get a little too high for with the Matrix movies. I thought they were trying to get a little too high concept for most audiences. It was, I was by the end, it's like okay. That's that's it. That's that's how you mean the trilogy. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to Matrix Four, but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what's going on with that. While these movies that have been delayed or stopped filming, I I wonder how many actually pick back up. You know. Especially uh, considering they may not go to the theaters. Like they're gonna have to start filming way before we know what's going on with theaters. Like. Right. Yeah. Studios oh, yeah. are gonna have yeah, to like take a paid. leap of faith. They're gonna have to go. Yeah, we 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 believe we'll make our money back, so we're gonna add money into it. Yeah. yeah, see, and the I thing mean, is, the thing is, I stopped reading, because uh, usually we do a nice little news segment on our, our podcast for about 10, 20 minutes, and uh, I stopped reading all the articles of movies that are delayed, so I don't even know all of them that are delayed anymore. I know there's a bunch of a bunch of them that got delayed, but it's just like, I can't remember half of them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm upset that Ghostbusters was new until 2021. That's oh, yeah, Ghostbusters. Movie. That was one. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. That that, that trailer was, uh, didn't yeah. look like Ghostbusters. It looked like Witch, but with right. the name Ghostbusters <laughs> on it. Like it showed nothing that oh, looked yeah. like Ghostbusters, which is great because that last thing they called Ghostbusters was an abortion. Oh my uh, god, yeah. that was a the shit only show. Thing that saved that last that that last Ghostbusters movie was the comedy styles of Chris Hemsworth. Like that, that was the so only funny. thing that saved any part of that movie to me. Wow, that movie was a shit show. Yeah, it was. Well, I, I didn't see it, but Ghostbusters, uh, for since I've been a child, is my favorite movie. I fucking love Ghostbusters. I even like two. A few other people hate two, but I actually like two. But I think it's just my nostalgia factor on that one. And and the Bobby uh, Brown yeah, video like, of you know Ghostbusters. Wait a minute, did you just say I hated Ghostbusters too? No, I said I loved it, but a lot of people. Hate oh, it. a lot of people hate it. Man. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't for, hate for, that. For a long time, Vigo the Carpathian was like screensaver oh, <laughs> on my computer. It's only because he looks like your father. Jeez. Wow. I wish my dad sat on a throne of skulls. <laughs> no, the, I'm just saying it looks like you two could be related. Um, anyway. With the dead bodies of his enemies <laughs> at your feet? Your father with all the dead bodies of his enemies at his feet, like Vigo? <laughs> You was talking about my receding hairline, fucking asshole. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm not. What are you talking about? I would never make fun of your dad. What? Are you the one that always has a hat on in the pictures? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, and you're gonna get oh, off this yeah. phone and go, "Wow, that fucking new guy called me out too. What an asshole! I hate that fucking guy." <laughs> but, yeah, Steve Rogers I'm sucks. Old, so I'm, the, I'm 33 years old. I'm a baby, but. Honestly, when you lose your head this early, it makes you look much older. But um, but yeah, I'm, yeah. So I uh, been shaving my head kind of, kind of recently, so it's alright. But Neil, Neil knows how I look in my natural habitat. All right, sticking with movies, we're going to stick to landing. We've been talking for an hour and 10 minutes, so I'm going to pull a plug on this pretty soon. But <laughs> this week, speaking of the, you said you don't read the news anymore because you don't want to be sad, they announced they're going to do the Snyder Cut of Justice League, and they're going to release it that on HBO Max. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Uh, yay, uh, because to be honest, I think uh, 
even though Zack Snyder's movies have, you know, it's half and half, you know, you either hate it, love it, whatever. The purists are like, it's nothing like the comics or whatever. Uh, I think him getting the opportunity to tell the story that he wanted to tell um, will be better because I, I read actually read the storyboards for it like a couple weeks ago before they announced all this was going to happen. I was like, well, I'm kind of interested in seeing what the heck uh, Snyder originally wanted. And uh, I really like the ideas and stuff like that. Um, I hope they do make it like the miniseries, they said, instead of just making it in a four-and-a-half-hour movie. Yeah, I don't have that kind of time. I'm spending yeah. four-and-a-half hours yeah. watching let's, it. Let's break it up. Let's break it up a little yeah. bit. I mean, we'll do a whole episode on comparing it to this one to the other Genesis League. Yeah. Um, that's the first time Chris ever heard that, by the way. Um, so <laughs> Thanks for letting me know, pal. <laughs> you know, you knew it was coming. Come on, we did a whole episode yeah, on Endgame. How the hell can we not do a whole episode on the Snyder Cut? But we uh, that that will be a spoiler-filled episode. We actually, uh, when we do spoilers, we give people an ample chance to turn off the fucking podcast before we spoil it. Because it's kind of hard to talk about those movies without actually talking about the ending. And the yeah, especially if you're going to compare the two. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I'm just happy because let's just be honest. When uh, Zack Snyder was making um, the you know um, Batman vs Superman and going into the Justice League, he had a very dramatic you know experience in his life that happened. So I think now that you know he's had a little time to heal his life and he can go back and with uh, you know open eyes go back and revisit it, do all the work. Cause I guess they're throwing like $20 million. Yeah. At it, $20 million so. dollar reshoot budget. That's big money, especially they're taking yeah. a big leap right now. I mean, HBO is covering that whole thing. I'm sure. Yeah. It's all oh, yeah. for HBO max. And to be honest, um, I, I can't wait. I, I, I want to see what his actual true vision of that was. Cause the Josh Whedon, uh, Zack Snyder, half and half, uh, shit fest that we got was not good. But see, Whedon, Whedon has been on, like, lockdown. He hasn't said anything about what he shot. Like, everything that's been in the media is like, Snyder, Snyder, the Snyder Cut. We should have done it his way. Fuck, fuck Josh Whedon. And then two years before that, Josh Whedon shit gold Easter eggs. Like, Josh Whedon could do no wrong. He did right. Buffy, did two Avengers movies. People are like, this guy is, he, you know, he's manna from heaven. He's the greatest thing ever. And then now he's pariah, and nobody will talk about him except we, in, you know, curse words. And I we think the reason say, we can agree that Josh Whedon's Age of Ultron is dog shit. I don't like Age of Ultron yeah. at all. Um, Avengers movie is not good, but you know when still comes out, you're just still upset. Like, Quick, Silver Knight. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a fuck about that. Age of Ultron wasn't good, uh, but people have a hard time accepting what shit sucks. That's just something they've been like hinging their life on. And I think that happened right. with the Justice League. That happened with uh, Age of Ultron. It's happened with a few conflict movies, and I'm not a conflict movie guy. I think that Bubbles going to burst here in the next two years when people stop seeing movies like that come out. But, um, but yeah. Uh, Whatever uh, you just I, said I, got I, garbled. Your phone just went. Blah, 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 blah. Didn't hear he what you said. It sometimes, and he goes, he goes insane. It sounded really yeah. poignant, and I wanted to let you circle back because people want to hear what you were going to say. Okay. I think the superhero movie genre is going to – I think the bubble's going to burst. I do. I don't think people are going to try to see – uh, in 10 years from now, I don't think there'll be a lot of superhero movies. And honestly, I'm kind of happy about that. I'm, I'm glad that we get a little break from all that. Um, I'm not a superhero movie guy. I'll see, I see him like everyone else, especially because I got this uh, nerd on the podcast with me. But, um, but uh, yeah, I, 
I'm kind of tired of it. All right. Uh, this is, I'm going to make a response to that real quick, Tom. If I can. <laughs> Please. Um, I'm driving four hours tonight to beat the fucking shit out of you for making that comment, <laughs> you jackass. Uh, so, um, that's not going to happen, Chris. I'm sorry that you uh -huh. think that's going to happen, but that's never going to happen because superheroes have been a part of TV and media ever since the 1930s, brother. So that is never going to happen. There's never going to be the bubbles going to burst because guess what? It's never burst. They've literally oh, been yeah. in, in cinema since the 1930s, bro. So that's not going to happen. And well, let's be honest, there's too much original it. stories yeah. and content that comes from comic books, that also comes from novels, that also come – it's a media. It's And it's already all drawn up for you. It's a whole storyboard in a book. They just have to fucking put it on film. All you got to do is put it in film. The other thing is if you look – take take superhero movies out of what's in the cinema. Every movie, uh -huh. you, every movie that you watch except your independent stuff, you every mainstream <laughs> movie – that most people watch, they're like, oh, I remember something similar to that in this movie or something to, like this story is just like that movie. Like uh, we were talking about Extraction earlier and we, when I was texting you guys last night, I said, oh, it's like Man on Fire with white people. Like that's what it felt <laughs> yeah. like to me. Yeah. So it's like I've seen that already. The superhero yeah. shit, it's, you'll see a guy in a cape and it's a bright costume, but it, there's so much source material. They don't have to think about new shit. All they have to do is use the shit that exists. Right. And, and not fuck it up. up. Like Green Lantern. Yeah. Like they Green Lantern yeah. has the greatest mythology, the greatest history of story, and they turned the biggest villain into a big puffy cloud. And that's why people shed all over cloud, that movie. Yeah. Like we would have been Same fine with, with like, Ryan Reynolds' abs and his half nudity through the movie if you know, yeah. his little white wife beater t shirt, if the villain wasn't a big cloud and a guy with a giant forehead. Like make it make sense. We would have loved it. Let me clarify like, my point real quick. Uh, I want to clarify really quick. I don't <laughs> hate superhero movies. You're gonna get okay, no point. I'm just tired of this. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Seven years too much for me. Okay, like like seven seven movies a year for superheroes. That's too much. I'm fine with them coming out two or three a year, but there's so many, man. I can't keep up. Like like there's so many. Like I remember I wouldn't watch all the Marvel films before uh, before Endgame. Oh, I sat back. I took a couple weeks and. You know, I watched one a night, you know, until the movie came out. But like I said, I, I don't hate superhero movies. I just think there's so many of them, so many. And uh, I just want to see something crazy for once. And these movies, if there's a story been written, I'd like to see something written for the screen. The thing is, Chris, and, and this is my rebuttal to that, would be <laughs> um, what you're getting now is I can understand why it's getting a little tiresome because it's always origin stories. It's yes. always like, yeah. where did this person come from? Where did this person come from? Where did this person come from? Great. Um, my favorite stories and comics that could be on the screen have nothing to do with their fucking origins. You know, yeah. like, uh, you know, when Green Arrow saw Speedy doing smack, you know, or, you know, when, uh, you know, the Civil War which they kind of did in the movie, but didn't really didn't do it well. well. Yeah. Yeah. And another one is the story of apocalypse or infinity crisis or flashpoint paradox, which are stories that dis, you know, uh, destroy universes and rebuild them from scratch up. 
Uh, those are stories that, you know, like the Zack Snyder cut is actually trying to do. Zack Snyder was trying to put in the Flashpoint Paradox on top of trying to do the Apocalypse Wars. And so, like, they're trying to add, uh, you know, storylines without making it the origins anymore. And, you know, I like that. That's what I want. I want to get to the point where we're doing – we don't need to see Batman's parents dying for the seven. Right, we get time. it. We, we get, get it. it. We they, get it. Pearls Alley shot. gunshot. We got it. Yeah. Zorro. You know, how about Fuck. how about you give me the story about when he meets his son and they go in the fucking battle across Gotham City stabbing each other exactly and, you know, stuff like that. You or know, let's do hush. Do 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 the hush storyline where somebody that was you've never heard of all of a sudden he had a friend when he was a kid and is a huge supervillain. Like do right. do something that has substance with some teeth Under instead the red of being hood, afraid. You know? Yeah. You know, something like that. And and that's what I want the comic book movies to get to, is to get to those good, original, award-winning comic yep. book stories that I like. And I'm so great. I know Wonder Woman came from the island of, you know, whatever. I can't say the name because I fuck up words. But, you know, um, <laughs> it's just... Yeah, the, the, half the podcast is me going, Neil, say something. Me correcting him, and Neil, that's what I said. It's actually a drinking game. It's actually a drinking game. You take a drink if you're listening every time I fuck up a word. So say Themyscira. Uh, fuck you. Everybody, everybody hit your drink. Uh, Themyscira. Neil, 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 say synopsis. Fuck you. All right. I know where, again, Chris, I know where you live. Um, and every you know, time Chris mentions in an independent movie that nobody's ever heard of, you have to do a drink. You're already drunk and passed out. So. No, 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 no. Just take a sip of your drink. Exactly. Time, Chris. No, no, no. Uh, no, different, different line. Just take a sip of your drink every time Chris mentions he's cried during a movie. <laughs> Just a sip. Because yeah. if you did a full drink, man, you'd be wasted by the end of the show. <laughs> wow yeah. alright guys I'm going to pull the plug on this it's been a lot of fun man it's fun hanging out with you guys I'd yeah. love to do it again yeah oh, absolutely well, anytime you want a song let us know we'll definitely do it yeah cool cool and cool anytime you want to talk about a blockbuster that's come out and stuff like that we'll jump on the phone and we'll be more than happy to talk hours in depth of everything we thought and why Chris is wrong and Chris I'll be sure not to call you when they put out the sequel to Ladybug or whatever that witch fucking movie <laughs> was or whatever <laughs> Lady Bird. <laughs> Lady Bird, Ladybug, whatever. These both suck. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Go away. Susu Studio, live long and prosper. Make better choices. Get better results. Lady Bird, Ladybug, who gives a fuck? It's the same thing. Bye. <laughs> It's true that I live in a trailer and I drink beer all day long 
But I'm an artist and a writer, a poet, a singer of songs. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, that's what the good book states. But it's hard for me to be joyful when all I hear about are my mistakes. Well, I don't care what people say about me behind my back. Cause me and the man got it all figured out. Me and the man in black. 